now entering the lucid life vibes portal opening this portal to infinite potential what is potential potential is unknown unknown possible possibilities when you open yourself to potential you're opening yourself to unknown and when you open yourself to this unknown without knowing yourself knowing your thoughts your words what is wanted for you and maybe even tuned into this inner navigational system that you have where you're hearing from your gut instinct you're being led through the guidance of your gut instinct and not doubting yourself. There's a level of trust that is required of self to reach for potential. And as we reach for with this idea of infinite potential, opening the door to all possible possibilities, you realize you don't need a key because you're open. But when you don't feel like that you're open and you don't, you don't see the possible possibilities and all you feel is this unknown fear and it causes this anxiety or worry or nervousness, the unwanted, the negative, the perceived negative, It's difficult to feel the potential and the possible possibilities. And so you feel the opposite of potential. There's an invitation from the potential, which is the unknown. But it requires you, there's a but in there. There's a big but in there, actually. (laughs) A big, giant but. It requires you knowing yourself when you can trust in your knowing, even if you're not in the trusting the knowing and you're really on to believing in your knowing and really believing yourself and you're walking through the believing into the knowing, that's perfect. You can do something with that. There's going to be this comforting of self as you're walking through the believing into the trusting in your knowing this innate knowing I have been feeling this for quite some time and now in this now moment I have never been more knowing of this for myself and others and because I see infinite potential as the life path number 10 that became the eleven. And I'm currently evolving, ascending into the 22, Master Builder 22. And let me just be really honest, it's been a challenge for me. I've had to continually shift my perspective, continually. It's been the past few years, a constant evolution of perspective perspective shifting for me, paradigm shifts. So the, this trajectory forward for myself, and I can also say for my husband, who's joined me here on the podcast before, 
And he was born the life path 11, which is the self master 11, the I am that I am. And for all of us, it's a matter of remembering first. And so it doesn't matter what life path you are, what zodiac you are. If you don't know yourself, you don't understand the energies of self. And that's what's unique is our star chart, specifically our sun, moon, and north node. It tells us a lot about our innate energy along with our life path number. However, we're it's a matter of remembering and then you begin evolving and ascending from there. We're all moving towards the 33. But you have to remember that the 11, 22, and 33 self-mastery, these are these are master life path numbers, the 11, 22, and 33. It's life path master 11, master builder 22, ascended master 33. However, there's a remembering first that it's self-mastery. So many 11s, 22s, 33s, they attempt to master others because they don't know, they don't remember. It's self-mastery. And I'm just going to say it, and this might really rub people the wrong way, but I believe there's no more teachers. There's no more gurus. The age of teachers and gurus is over. Since 2012, it's self-mastery. We are our own greatest teachers. I believe that if you feel like you're a teacher, you're maybe really a guide or a coach guiding people, coaching people. A lot of parents, like myself, I never saw that me being a parent was a teacher. I actually feel like I learned far more from my son than I could have ever taught him. And I never looked at me being a mother as being a teacher. And so I really don't resonate with teacher-student and that I came here to learn. That doesn't resonate with me at all. I came here for an earth force experience. I came here for this ascension of humanity and this ascension of planet earth into a higher vibrational part of the universe. And I know that I've been on planet earth before and it's part of why I'm back again. And that gets me really excited. And I love talking about that. But in this podcast, I'd really like to talk about this idea of potential being unknown and this idea of feeling for the wanted and unwanted. The negative and positive is opposites. However, I feel like the the unfolding of this, the direction, the evolution, the trajectory, the spiral, the fractal infinity of this conversation of this podcast is really going to stem from this idea of teaching and teacher and student. And I think there's a little unraveling that needs to take place for this paradigm shift to occur. So I would like to just really open this thought experiment to no more teachers, no more gurus, that many of us are just delivering information. And I see that the most valuable information is new information and new thought form. 
And I find it interesting how many people that resonate with being teachers that are really having a hard time with, with what is occurring. There's this pushback. And I believe that there is very much a vibration of frustration and anger around being told what to do, being told what to do in busy work. And fear is numbing. And if you think about like busy work and being over told what to do, it's mind numbing is what it is. And then a lot of people feel like brainwashing (laughs) occurs or needs to occur, meaning this washing through, this cleansing of the thoughts. What happens a lot in this teacher-student relationship or dynamic, and even as a parent, when a parent sees themselves as a teacher, it's as though the teacher is this expert and knows all, and the student knows nothing, and that's not at all what life is or what being a human is. There are no humans that know more for other humans Now, there's some humans that have read more information or have more life experience or have experienced things, and they can what? Pass on that information. They can become what? Storytellers. And so that's what I find to be interesting. When you look in the past, they were storytellers. Were they teachers or were they storytellers? I know for me personally... Jesus, storyteller. Jesus, an example. Jesus, to me, was not a teacher, but a lot of people see Jesus as this master teacher. So when I look at other humans and humans maybe in the history here of planet Earth, when I really look at people these humans that have enlightened, that have been transformative, have tapped into potential, infinite potential, and done these incredible things. To me, they weren't teachers at all. They weren't even trying to teach. They were merely being who they are. It was an overflow. And they were guiding and pouring out on others And they were being an example. A lot of the books that are written, written, a lot of the words that are written, people have already written that. It's just being rephrased, paraphrased, moved around. And I know for me personally, I'm bringing forward a lot of information. I'm bringing forward a lot of information. This is information I have learned This is information that I have processed. This is information I have channeled. Uh, This is information that has flowed to me. This, I mean, this information has come so many different ways. But the, the information that has been transformative and enlightening and inspiring and has been expansive and added to growth, a leveling up, this elevation, this forward progress didn't come from me being taught from somebody else or being forced upon me. 
it was out of wanting. I was open, ready to receive it. And that's what I say with magical breadcrumbs from the universe. It's amazing when you ask questions, it just shows up. This random person will mention something or you'll see something uh, flip across your phone or the TV or, and it's so funny because a lot of people think, oh, it was an accident. Oh, it wasn't an accident at all. All the synchronicities that line up, all the things that get your attention. And there's this awesomeness quote that keeps coming forward in the random ways. I mean, so many random ways. And I'm going to paraphrase, and I don't even know who, who quoted it originally. Again, everything has just been requoted, rewritten through different perspectives. It's storytelling is what it is. It's storytelling. I just got really sidetracked on that thought. I had like three thoughts coming in at once, and I'm giggling to myself right now. Which thought was that I on that I just got sidetracked to another thought? And isn't that how it is sometimes? Life can be so exciting. The thoughts can be so exciting that you get lost in them. And that's what occurs for me. I allow these thoughts to come in without judgment, without thinking, oh, that's right or wrong. I just allow it to flow and have this experiment in my mind and allow myself to feel through what it feels like for me. Instead of being told by somebody else, memorizing it and taking it on for myself. And that's the difference in parenting that I was really trying to express is that I was the kind of parent that asked questions. I was the kind of parent that guided my son into what was best for him, not what was best for me. And I didn't have any preconceived ideas about who he was going to be and who he is isn't wrapped up in who I am. He gets to be whoever he is and have his interests and his hobbies and the things that he wants and doesn't want. And I don't force things on him that aren't good for him or wanted for him. So I always asked questions as a parent. I always asked him what he felt about things, what he wanted. And we, we had discussions about things and thought experiments. And we did school choice. So when it came to learning for him, he had this open door to learn. He got to learn so much. It was unbelievable, his education. Because it wasn't a matter of regurgitating memorized information that somebody else said he needed to know. Instead, he got to go through his growth of life as an adolescent and a teenager and learn and grow and become. There was an unfolding for him. Nothing was forced. The things that were a challenge for him, like math, he found solutions. He found assistance. He found other ways to learn the information or to perceive the information. And when one person doesn't have the ability to explain it the way you understand, maybe somebody else does. I mean, I know as a guide and a coach, I have to offer 
multiple different perspectives and multiple different ways because nobody perceives or receives the same way. So it depends on who, who I'm coaching, who I'm having this one-on-one interaction with. And it's going to be different for everyone. It really is guiding coaching. When you look at what coaches do, it's about inspiration. It's about becoming. It's about growing, evolving. You water that. You nurture that. You cheer them on. There's guidance in there. There's guiding. It's this energy exchanged between two or even a team situation, a group whether it's a household, a family unit, a team, whatever it is. And when there's this idea of this teacher or this guru, this all-knowing, one being, human person, whatever it is, it, it seems to create an illusion that those that are not that don't know. Well, they might not know the words that are in that specific book that's being taught, right? But here's here's where the root cause of this illusion is. Here's the let's root this out so we understand. This idea of being a teacher is being an expert, a professional, a professional or a professor of a topic or a subject, meaning you're the expert. And then you teach that and pass that on. Well, we all know, many of us know in academia, a lot of the things that are being taught and passed on just aren't even true. Just aren't even true. So a lot of people that are in college, that are in school, they're actually just memorizing and regurgitating information to get their piece of paper to do whatever they want in life. So I just see so many, I live in a double college town. So I know all about college. I went to college myself. And it's it's fascinating because most of the stuff at four-year universities is just nonsense. Absolute nonsense. Don't even get me started with the, the English language of it and the writing aspect and the dissecting sentences and things like that. I mean, in academia, the first question they ask you on the test is, what, what did the author think? What did the artist think? They don't ever ask you what you thought of something. So when you're in an academia situation, it very much is a teacher-student. We want you to learn this, memorize this, regurgitate it, and we're going to grade you. And if you don't do to our standards, you're a failure. And when you look at that, it really stems back to what's being taught. Well, most of what's being taught doesn't feel good to other humans. I mean, I'm just going to say it. We all look at the public school. We all look at schooling. And I think all of us have issues, especially those that are school teachers. They're the first ones. (laughs) And when you back up off of this idea of teacher-student and you see it more of being a guide, a coach, being an example, it's a completely different vibration. It's a completely different relationship. And so this quote that keeps coming around, I think I got sidetracked earlier and never told you what the quote quote was. And I'm going to, I'm going to paraphrase here is that when the student is ready, the teacher appears. Well, that's true. 
when you as a student is ready, you become that teacher for yourself. You, you self-guide. So are there times to go and retrieve information and learn? Absolutely. It's the year of the seeker. Seven is the seeker. Being the filter for yourself, filtering the information. So that's what's really coming forward is we are to self-filter. Well, if we're in this teacher-student relationship, there's no filtering that's allowed. That's a failure. You can't filter the information. Well, that's a problem for humanity. That's a problem. I mean, we experienced this in the year 2020. Those of us that didn't filter the information and make our own personal choices, there was a different experience in life that played out. There are many of us that made our choices in 2020 and didn't follow the whole idea of being told what to do. We chose for ourselves. Free will, free will, free will, free will. Many people did not practice free will in the year 2020 with the shutdown. They allowed themselves to be told what to do. And I believe since the year 2012, and I feel this, I feel this. And every time I say, okay, I'm not going to go public with this. I'm not going to speak publicly about it. It just keeps coming back. And I feel it to the core that this message, it's time for this to come forward. And I also feel to the core, many people that resonate with being teachers are uncomfortable right now. It doesn't feel so good for them right now. This is a time of self-mastery. This is a time of knowing self, guiding self. There's absolutely things that we can learn from other people. You know, I've learned a lot of things from other people on how not to do things. I've seen because, because of their example, I see how not to do things. I also know what love is not because I've been exposed to that as well. So for me, this unwanted side of life, what could be perceived as the negative for me, I just feel it as the opposite of what I want. So instead of feeling the low vibrational emotions, I don't get caught up in that. I just sense and go, wow, that's the opposite of what I want. That's the opposite of love. That's the opposite of enlightenment or guidance or fun or joy. That's the opposite. So instead of me labeling it, I just go, oh, that's the opposite and go neutral and then press myself or reach for the wanted, the positive for me. And those of you that know me, I say this on repeat. It's not a matter of love or positivity. It's a matter of joy and happiness and love and positivity is the overflow. This love vibration means so many different things to so many people and it's messy. It gets messy for me. I, I have seen a lot of people that talk about love and it's not love. It's, I don't, it's not love. Along with a lot of people who talk about positivity all the time, but yet they call everybody negative. And that's the thing. People that are, that are overflowing love and positivity, they don't talk about it. They just are about it. They overflow it. They don't have to attempt to be it. They don't have to try. They're doing it. 
joy and happiness for yourself, knowing for yourself, not following other people's words and thoughts. When you view other people's, when you view life from other people's perspective for, through their judgment, you're dumbing yourself down. You just are dumbing yourself down. And think about all the teachers in your life that have dumbed you down. Think about that. You are your own best teacher. Yeah, you might need to pick up a book and learn some information. You might need to go through some thought experiment or, I mean, trade schools are amazing. Being an apprentice to somebody is amazing. But you're being guided and coached hands-on, learning, life experience. Do you see the difference? I'm a big fan of trade schools. I'm a big fan of that. These colleges and four-year degrees and all this, I mean, the academia, I get it. You need the piece of paper. Get the piece of paper. But all that teacher-student stuff, are you really learning are you really applying? Are you really expanding? Because I know a lot of people with college degrees that have huge student loans and they're not doing anything around what they went to school for. And it was really useless for them, but they have the piece of paper. So they'll at least get the interviews, right? Because they have the piece of paper. But the people that go to these trade schools or apprenticeship, apprenticeship, and actually learn something that they apply to their lives, right? And they become that. It's a different vibration than the student teacher because you're being guided, you're being coached, hands-on, life experience. You're doing the thing, you're becoming it. And it's really incredible because a lot of trade schools will actually set you up after graduation for an actual course in life. a plan and a plan of action, this trajectory, this path, which is amazing. So when you start looking at what is being, what is guidance, what is coaching, what is this training up, this growth, this unfolding vibration, right? The evolution of it, the growth, that is this energy exchange where you become your best teacher, at some point you become the expert, you become the knower. And I really feel like those of us that resonate and realize that we are our own best teachers and that really there are no teachers, those people that identify and label themselves as a teacher, really, I think they're guides, they're coaches, they're storytellers. And so it's interesting because I've always embraced being a storyteller, a coach, and a guide. And it's also interesting because so many people tell me I'm a teacher. And as I'm, as I'm doing this podcast, I'm looking at this crystal apple. Somebody sent me a glass rainbow, and it makes this beautiful bridge. And they also sent me a glass apple. Uh, it's actually a quartz crystal apple. It's crystal, a crystal apple. And they sent it to me with a note saying, I know that you don't claim to be a teacher, but you're my best teacher because you guided me into me being my best teacher. (laughs) And I get that. And I appreciate that. 
She saw me as her best teacher before she saw herself as a best teacher. However, I still don't claim to be a teacher. I am my own teacher and I believe in feeding my inner teacher. I feed my inner teacher. And so when I guide people and I coach people, even just in a guided meditation that you might just pick up on Patreon or Spotify or Amazon Music or my YouTube channel at Lucid Life Vibes, it's about me feeding you, feeding your inner teacher, your inner knowing. And I'm never, and I'm a storyteller. I'm a storyteller because I know the power of telling a story. And that's what I love so much about Jesus is the storytelling. And when I connect with Jesus in meditation, the stories are amazing. Way better than any interaction I've ever had with somebody that calls themselves a teacher. So the people that I've known that resonate with being a teacher or they say they're my teacher, um, there's no energy exchange. It's their way or no way, right? And I had those kind of parents. It was their way or no way. And that's not an energy exchange. There's no growth in that. That's control. That's domination. That's telling people what to do. And so I very much think that a lot of humans tell other humans what to do. I think a lot of parents tell their kids what to do, and then they get upset that their kids don't do what they tell them to do. And when you open to this energy exchange that you're a human, they're a human, we're our own best teachers, and we can offer being an example to others, we can offer guiding, maybe a little storytelling, or some coaching. Let me grab a drink of water here. Let me grab a drink. excuse me, excuse me. And maybe it's a matter of of taking a drink of water. Maybe it's a matter of clearing your throat for a minute and taking a moment and feeling through it for yourself and really putting yourself or maybe the other person into perspective for a minute. Just step back for a minute, take a drink, clear your throat, clear your mind. And really see what's happening. Is this an energy exchange? Am I being an example? Am I guiding? Am I storytelling? Am I coaching? Am I being a cheerleader here? Am I lifting up? Am I offering perspective? Am I being open here? Or am I or are they, is this dominance, is this control being told what to do? There's a difference between an offering and an invitation and being told what to do. And I don't know of any human that likes to be told what to do. I really don't. I mean, I guess there are some of those people that it feels better for somebody else to tell them what to do than to be self-guided. I mean, I guess there's always those people. But to be honest, I really think it's all of our innate human wanting and desire to be free and to think our own thoughts and to enjoy other humans and not be told what to do. Now, receiving some guidance or advice from fellow humans, the ones that we really, really 
look at in that way of they offer enlightenment. They offer an enlightenment as far as perspective go. Maybe they can shine some light, gleam, some understanding on things, right? Offer just a little bit slight perspective shift, opening to something new. Absolutely. Absolutely. Coming to, this is why I offer coaching. It feels great when somebody comes alongside of you. It feels great to have that assistance and to have a different perspective. And that's why I love storytelling so much. It offers a new perspective. And that was Jesus. Jesus wasn't telling people what to do. He was offering and inviting people as an example, offering enlightenment, offering freedom and free will. So when you really feel for it, I think a lot of humans are in the position of telling people what to do and feeling like they know best and other humans don't know best. And I think that causes an illusion for the humans that maybe feel like they're not the teacher and they don't know best, that they doubt themselves. And so I'm just going to say it, the year of the teacher, the guru, the age of the teacher and the guru, it's over. That is just a form of control and dominance. And it's an illusion that you don't know best for yourself. And there's a new era here. There's a new time. There's a new energy and a flow of self-mastery and self-knowing. And what I see is happening is... Everybody rising up to be their own best teacher. And to be your own best teacher, it really is this idea of when the student is ready, the teacher appears. When you're ready to learn from yourself, you're ready to know yourself, ready to listen to yourself, ready to love yourself, then you can guide yourself. You can teach yourself. And then it flows to you and through you. And other people will show up along your path to help assist and guide and coach and cheer you on. Free will is everything because creativity is creation energy. And it's interesting when you look at the idea of being a reactor versus a creator. And when you feel through what creativity is. And when you allow your breath to come in your body and you just breathe and you allow your creativity to flow, you come to life. This is why I love art and nature. The creativity is just alive and breathing. So my favorite friends are artists. My favorite friends are those that get lost in nature because they're flowing creativity and it's easy to be friends with them. It's easy to enjoy life with them. They are flowing. They are free spirits. They're free spirited. Free will is in play all the time. Knowing requires self-knowing because if it's not self-knowing, then it's somebody else's knowing and you've just got to buy into that. And here's what's fascinating. So many people see me as a teacher and I'm not even delivering what I feel is original information. I am delivering information that is known. 
that is so known. And even the stuff that I am delivering from being an open channel or through meditation is still known because it's through the quantum energy and you can know it too. When you meditate, when you travel the universe, when you ask the questions, you can know the same information. And that's what's amazing is that there's so many of us that meditate in an open channel and we receive, we receive the same information at the same time. An example of that is Jamie Price on YouTube. Jamie Price, <laughs> like clockwork, and along with a few other people, there's about three to five other humans on this planet that I feel like I really match a resonance to. And I like to tune into them on occasion to see if we're talking about the same thing. And we are. <laughs> we always are. It's absolutely amazing to me. We all live in different parts of the world. We all come from different backgrounds, and yet we all receive the same information through meditation and being an open channel. Now, the way we deliver that information, the stories we tell, the guidance, again, the delivery system is different because we all perceive and receive in different ways. There's so many of us that resonate with being a starseed or from Atlantis. Many of you, you guys feel Egyptian. However, it still has a different perception. I'm Me being Atlantean or me being a starseed could feel very different than your Atlantis experience. Another example is many of you know I love Steve Nobel. I love Steve Nobel on YouTube, all the meditations. However, his Atlantis and his Rainbow Bridge transmissions are not at all the way I see Atlantis or how I know the Rainbow Bridge to be. I am the Rainbow Bridge. I am the rainbow bridge. His transmissions for me are, are not the Atlantis and the rainbow bridge that I am and I know to be. But that is his perception and how he receives that. And there's other people that could perceive and receive the same way he does. So that's very much needed and valued. I don't, I don't judge other people. I just know that's their perception. That's how they perceive it. And that's not for me. However, you have to understand, and I don't like saying you have to, but I'm just going to lay this down. You really do need to know this about me. I don't have judgment. I don't judge other people. I just know the way I perceive it. And I appreciate other people's way of perceiving things. I also see infinite potential. So I don't get caught up in the past and trauma and unwanted. And there's a lot of people that guide and coach people around trauma and they sit in trauma and they talk about it all the time. That's okay. That's okay. I don't have a problem with them doing that. I just don't want to get caught up in that because I want to talk about infinite potential. So for me, I don't have any kind of judgment on the way anybody else perceives and receives. Because I know it's all different for all of us. We are all fractal infinity, always evolving creativity. And we're all feeling and expressing ourselves differently. And I appreciate that. And for me, I allow myself to flow in the directions that feel good. 
I don't create boundaries. I don't get stuck in things. And so when I feel the opposite of what is wanted for me, I attempt to really hit that, that neutral, the neutral perspective. I just go neutral, neutrality, emotionally. So this past week, when we've been talking about fractal infinity and all this movement, I actually was feeling the opposite of momentum. And then I got banned from YouTube for a week, which I've already been banned on TikTok. And that's just part of the social media platforms that ban and shadow ban people that don't buy into their narrative. And they just seek and find a way to shut us down. And that's okay. That's okay. But that was part of me feeling the opposite of the momentum that I had been creating and shaping. And so when I felt the opposite of what I was creating and shaping, that was a wake-up call. That got my attention. And I allowed myself to feel that. And I was upset. I was heartbroken. There were some things that I needed to take my time and energy off of. And once I let that go, I could shift my perspective. So I had a moment. I had a moment. I had a meditative day. I went in. I had to comfort myself. I guided myself. I opened to the new way for me. And it appeared. It appeared. I had my moment. I went to sleep. I woke up the next day and shifted my perspective. And the momentum was there. Just like that. So when you're feeling the unwanted, when you're feeling frustrated, when you're feeling the lack, limitation, guilt, shame, blame, whatever the unwanted, how could you move into feeling that that's just the opposite of what you want and get out of this negative, positive conversation? Your heart is a magnet. It's negative and positive. That's what makes a magnet so powerful. There's wanted and unwanted. It, it, This is part of your inner navigational system, your intuition, that empathicness we all have to go, oh, yes, I want that. Oh, no, I don't want that. And when you get caught up on the nose and all you're seeing are nose, that can be heavy. It can be really unwanted. So the invitation is to shift away from the nose, saying yes now to yourself because of what you know about yourself. So when you know yourself, you know what you want, you can go, yes, yes to that. And the things that are a no, you flow away from that. You put it down. And when you just focus on the things that you really, the yes for you, yes for you, and take that pressure off of the no stuff, that really shifts and you become the powerful magnet because you're not saying no anymore. You're saying yes to yourself. But you've got to know what you want to say yes to things or else you're wobbly and you're all over the place. There's no balance happening. And so I always like to invite you to hold your hands out. On one hand, there's what's wanted. On the other hand, what's unwanted. There's this positive, negative. There's this balance and you can feel it. So now let's move into the wanted for you, which is the positive. Let's call that. Let's call that the known. Let's call that the known. I know this. That's what I want, the known. Now let's shift back. Let's shift back to the unwanted or the negative and say, oh, 
This is the opposite of what I know. Now, I want to invite you to look at the potential of what's wanted. This is going to be now unknown. But you can see the potential through the known of the yes now. Do you see this now? Do you feel this? So when you feel, okay, this is the opposite of what I want. So let's just use momentum as an example with me. So if you're feeling the opposite of the momentum, you go, oh, this is the opposite of what I want. What is the known? What is the wanted? Momentum, expansion, movement, progress, the yes now. Now you lift it up. Now you lift it up to the potential, opening the door to what is possible, the potential. However, this is now going to be an unknown. The potential is unknown because you don't know how it's going to work out. And what's interesting is I have so many YouTube videos, meditations, ASMR videos that talk about this idea of, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, that is so powerful. When you can say to yourself, I don't know how that's going to work out, but it's going to. I don't know how that's going to play out, but I know what I want. When you say, I don't know, you're surrendering to the unknown. And this other vibration that's been coming up a lot is this idea of, is the cup half full or half empty? Well, it doesn't even matter. Who cares? Are you drinking it or are you filling it up? Because if you're drinking it, it's going to be empty, but you can fill it back up. (laughs) So when you know you can fill up the cup, who cares if it's half empty or half full? Drink the cup, fill the cup up. Don't get stuck on where, where the line on the cup is. What does that even matter? Do you want, do you want to drink what's in the cup? Do you want to fill up what's in the cup? What's the action here? What's the intention? What's wanted? The other stuff is busy work. The other stuff is nonsense. I don't know what teacher got people hung up on the idea of the cup being empty, half empty or half full, but that is ridiculous. It doesn't even make any sense. And why have we spent so much time on the stupid cup and the level in which it's filled or not filled, and your perspective of it. I say drink the cup, fill it up if you want some more, cheers, (laughs) and move on, have your day. So what is causing, what is causing the discomfort in the unknown? Because the unknown can trigger the self-sabotage. And the self-sabotage is this illusion of control that, well, at least I know how it'll play out because the unknown seems so frightening. Well, when the unknown can be nervous excitement and you can be like, well, I don't know how it's going to happen, but I do know that my thoughts are this, my words are this, my actions are this. So it has to be playing out well for me. Really engaging the thoughts and the words. And it's going to be a time to move people out of your conversations and out of your headspace. These people that are constantly trying to teach you and tell you and control you, 
it's time to clear them out and create a new space for yourself so that you know for yourself. Because when you know for yourself, you can handle the unknown of what is potential so much easier. So there is this wobble, if you will, with the unknown. Is it going to work out? Is it not going to work out? And then if the past comes into play, right, the subconscious and ego, and then if there's self-sabotage because it's an illusion of control that you know how it's going to play out, that can also make you feel like you're repeating patterns. Oh, here we go again. So the invitation when the unknown is there and the change begins to happen to embrace it. Okay, this is unknown, but I know what I know and I know what I want. And if you're not experiencing what you want, it's the opposite of what you want. Now let's take that opposite experience and let's look at it. Let's not stuff it away. Let's not say it doesn't exist. Let's look at it. So for an example, let's look at my lack of momentum, the opposite of momentum I was feeling. I took this feeling of opposite of momentum and I got my pen and piece of paper out and I engaged. I engaged my thoughts, my emotions, how I was feeling about it. I let myself cry and feel and write and, and really let it come forward. This is how I feel. And I gave myself that moment. And then I quieted my mind. I had a moment of breathing. I had this meditative night. Yes, a night, hours, where I just relaxed. I played 528 hertz music. I switched it at one point to 7.83 hertz, the Schumann Resonance. And I just allowed myself the entire evening and while I slept that night and the next morning to have this moment of getting back to the A, B, and C of things, the alignment, the balance, and the centeredness for myself on what was wanted. And it was amazing how an open path unfolded before me. I could see new potential, new possible possibilities. And I could let go of the things that felt opposite. And what happened is within 24 hours, I felt momentum. I felt what I was wanting. However, it came in a different way than I thought it was going to come. So I think a lot of times with the opposite feeling is because we think it's not playing out the way that we thought it was going to play out. That maybe there was an obstacle or maybe we felt the opposite of what we wanted. And there was heartbreak or disappointment or whatever the emotion. Well, when you're able to take the opposite and then allow the heartbreak and the disappointment to purge up and out and not sit in it and drown yourself in it and be like, oh, well, I guess this just didn't work out for me. Instead, allow it to come up and out, see it and say, yeah, that's the opposite of what I'm manifesting. That's the opposite of what I want. And see it and feel it. Release it. Sleep on it. Let it go. Surrender. Surrender to the unknown. Surrender to what is wanted. 
I think you might be surprised how you will shift energetically for yourself, vibrationally for yourself. This is inner knowing. This is something for you to do with yourself. I went inside for myself this week. My husband wasn't home. My son wasn't home. Just me. Just me. And I had that time for myself because it was my knowing. I needed to go there for me. I am my own best teacher. I needed to see for me. And it came forward. And now I know what I know for me. So when you allow it to come forward for you, you have knowing within you and there's confidence and stability and you root in and there's a foundation that's built. And when it's this outside teaching, this outside knowledge, and it doesn't resonate with you, there's no stability in that. There's no knowing in that. There's this codependency, the dependency. And I guess that's the part for me that doesn't feel good. I never wanted my son to be dependent on me. I I don't want anybody to be dependent on me. I am dependent on me. But really, I'm dependent on the universe. (laughs) I know that I'm supported and loved and cared for. I'm not into codependency. I'm into empowerment. And it's time for us to be our own best teachers. It's time for us to know what thoughts and words are best for us. And allow that unfolding. So infinite potential is so unknown because you don't know how it's going to, you don't know how it's going to unfold. And there really is a need for you to have this knowing. And the knowing is your yes now. It's the desires of your heart. It's knowing that you're your best teacher. And I think there's a requirement here to move out of the mindset of other people knowing best for you. And I just think those of you that are parents can see that Yes, you do know what's best for your kids at certain times, but don't they ultimately know what's best for themselves? I mean, think about it. I'm not talking about them eating ice cream for dinner, which I do that a lot as an adult. So, (laughs) but I'm talking about the really important stuff with your kids. Those of you that are parents and those of you, if you're not a parent, think about when you were a kid, think about the time when you were a kid, that you did know for yourself. You had that innate knowing for yourself and you weren't supported. And that wasn't allowed to grow and be nurtured. That's what I'm talking about. That self-knowing, that innate knowing. Parents need parents need to, of course, guide their kiddos, right? Guide their kids. I mean, my adult son comes to me on occasion about health stuff or whatever. And I look at him and I say, well, how are you caring for yourself? What food are you putting in your body? How are you taking care of yourself? Are you loving yourself? Are you taking care of yourself? Are you nurturing yourself? Are you feeding yourself? (laughs) 
right? I ask him questions. Are you doing those things for yourself? Because I, as his parent, guided him into caring for himself. And I instilled in him, him trusting his gut instinct and knowing what's best for him because I asked him what he wanted. And it was funny because when he was growing up, you know, with Santa and Christmas time, he would ask me about Santa and I would ask him, well, what do you think? What do you think? How do you feel about it? So I've never been one to tell people what to do or how to think about anything. Um, it's an invitation. It's an offering. And I think if we were all to really look at what a teacher is, I think we could all agree on the fact we don't want to be told what to do. And that's not the vibration. And it's really guidance. And it's really enlightenment. And could you just imagine if we didn't have teachers and instead people were just this overflowing fountain of knowledge and wisdom and just a free flow and we could just grasp on to all of it. And so that's what I attempt to do when I go live, when I create content or these podcasts or whatever it is. And I love being a live streamer because it's so powerful when I'm live and we're all together. I'm delivering information. I'm guiding, I'm coaching, I'm delivering information. And it is compiled information that I've learned so many different ways. It's flowed to me so many different ways. And what I've done is I've, I weave it all together. All the threads that resonate with me, I weave it together into this larger picture. Or I put the puzzle pieces together of the things that resonate with me and make this larger picture. And so if it doesn't resonate with me, I just put it down. If it resonates with me, I pick it up. And then what's amazing is all of the threads that are common and similar. And then you weave that together to see the big picture. So perspective is something pretty powerful. And going down the rabbit holes of discovery for yourself and being your own best teacher is empowerment. It's taking your power back. It's having that breakthrough. And then once you have these paradigm shifts where you let go of other people's beliefs, <laughs> things that don't resonate with you, you can just focus on what resonates with you. And you begin to see that and feel that. So I really want to invite you to feel for what this opposite is and go neutral. And then I want to really invite you further if you're ready to see that potential and infinite potential is unknown. And you can comfort your ego and your subconscious and the butterflies in your belly that when things are unknown, that this is the change. It's time to be excited that exciting things are happening. And then if you're disappointed or heartbroken that it didn't pan out the way you thought it was going to, that it could be different. That it's maybe not a, a no, or, or maybe it's a not now kind of thing, or maybe just not this way, a different way. So it's just an opportunity to shift and feel for something different. I love you guys so much. 
And when we talk about infinity and fractal infinity and this never ending, there's no beginning or no end, there's no failure. You're not failing at anything. There's no, like the only F involved here is not giving an F anymore. No F's given anymore. Just not focusing on that stuff anymore. The stuff that doesn't resonate with you, that doesn't feel good, just taking your focus off of it. There's no more failure. You're not failing. There's no more flaws. That's just stuff that didn't resonate with you. It doesn't feel good for you. That's not your path. It's not your vibe. It's not your frequency. And when you can stop allowing others to force it on you, are you forcing it on yourself and open to the potential, which is unknown, but is what is wanted. So you do know (laughs) there is known in the unknown because it's your yes now of what is possible you got to comfort yourself as you unfold, as you walk through the unfolding, really. I mean, you're unfolding while the path is unfolding. I mean, it's just this unfolding. It's the best word for it. As you unfold and open and open and open, the path before you unfolds. It really is an unfolding is what it is. So a lot of people have themselves all folded up and constricted, Right? Got to fold it perfectly. Got to make sure it's perfect. Pass the inspection. You don't have to fold a thing. And you certainly don't have to fold yourself. Because when you're flexible, you're basically adapting. And when you're, you're becoming flexible and adapting, you're conforming into that. So the vibration is freedom. And with freedom are some unknowns. But when you know those unknowns hold and contain your known yes now, there's nothing to fear with that. There's nothing to fear. And if you could just comfort yourself and guide yourself and coach yourself into what is wanted and known for you, then you don't feel that opposite as much. And when you do feel the opposite, you go, okay, let's look at this opposite. That's not what I'm manifesting. That's not the vibe for me. So what's this opposite? And really not getting caught up and stuck in the opposite and the unwanted for you. A lot of people have this default to get stuck in the unwanted, to sit in it. And that doesn't serve you. Feel it. Acknowledge it, purge it out, let it go, open to the new. You can't fake it until you make it. And this idea of just being positive and positive and positive and positive, it's knowing yourself. It's self-mastery, knowing what triggers you, knowing the, the parts that don't feel good, the opposite of what's wanted for you. And just not forcing the opposite anymore. I know that you are your best teacher. You're the best teacher. And if you're in a schooling situation and you have teachers and you're getting that piece of paper, well, put that into perspective. You're using them 
because you you need that piece of paper to do what you're going to do in your future. So I think you could take back some of your power from some of these people that are teachers. Yeah, they're teaching you something, but you know best for yourself. And ultimately, you're your best teacher. They might be teaching that that subject, that topic. But you know, another thing is that you could become the master teacher of that subject or topic and know more than them at some point. So this idea that teachers are all knowing and they know more than you, that is just an illusion. That is that is just not true. You know best for yourself. Even as a kid, you knew a lot of things that were best for you. Coming back to life is saying yes to yourself. Coming back to life is is the yes now for you. And that's through knowing what you want. So when you know what you want, it makes it easier to open to the unknown of potential. And it it's not as scary. Because the potential of the possible possibilities of what you want are bliss and delight and adventure. You came here for an earth force experience and it's time to be free. Freedom is the vibe. And infinite potential is in play. It's in play. And the time is now. There's never been a better time on planet earth than right now to say yes now to yourself. You're supported and the energy is very much for you and it's supporting you for your inner knowing. These old ways are going to fall away. The teachers and the gurus are going to fall away. I already see it happening. I'm witnessing it right now. There are a lot of people that have just identified as being teachers and they're really uncomfortable right now. And I invite those of you that do resonate with being a teacher or maybe even a parent to feel for what it feels like to guide others and not Tell them what to do. It's this energy exchange of growth. It's nurturing. It's watering. It's expansive. It's exciting. It's a different vibration when you really support others and their knowing. It's really powerful when you feel for this energy and you shift out of being told what to do and telling people what to do and you really allow free will to wash over you and become your reality and not just for you, but for everyone. And I'll just say there's a big difference with parents that guide their children into who they are and the parents that control their kids into who they want them to be. There's a big difference. 
And the result of that parenting style and that perspective can be felt as that child grows up and becomes an adult, it can be felt. And when you're, you're given the opportunity and the space to be you and to grow and to become and evolve into who you truly are, it is magnificent. It's magnificent. And the reward is so great that you don't need a graduation. (laughs) You don't need a graduation party. You don't need any of that stuff because life is so fulfilling that you're celebrating every minute so you don't have to be celebrated. The shift is real and it's happening. And you can feel how there's a spiral upward into ascension or the spiral downward descending. And there is a separation. And there is there are many people that are feeling the downward spiral. And it's an illusion. However, it's part of the density and it's part of what's happening with being in this different part of the universe, this higher vibrational part. And so this density and heaviness and control and being told what to do mentality in the systems of the earth, this is falling away. This is getting heavy and dense and it's a downward spiral. And there's many of us that are on this upward spiral into infinite potential. We have to hold this vibration for ourselves The opportunity is here. The energy is supportive. However, there's a requirement to hold the vibration. As we are ascending, as there there is this shift and divide and vibration, and we can feel it, we can really feel it. Those of us really shifting up further and higher and experiencing this potential We really have to hold the vibration for ourselves. We have to hold the vision for ourselves. And we can't do it for other people. We can't save other people. We have to save our own lives. We have to save our own lives. We can certainly, though, be there to raise each other up and hold the vibration and create space energetically. However, that is done by being up high and seeing the potential and seeing what is possible. So there really is an invitation to disconnect from collective energy and disconnect from others and retreat into yourself so you know for you and you don't get caught up with others. Because many other people are feeling heaviness while many of the rest of us are feeling this opportunity and this expansion. So I want to invite you to soar. I want to invite you into the unknown. And that unknown is through your known. 
the yes now, what you know you want. And it's okay to say, I don't know how it's going to happen, but it's happening. When we get caught up in planning it or figuring it out, that's, that's when things get really, really difficult. Emotion, time. So back off of the emotion and time. I don't know when it's going to happen, but it's happening. I don't know how, but I know it is. Comforting yourself, knowing yourself. Self-mastery is the invitation. 11-22-33. I love you guys. I'll see you in the next podcast.